You are listening to the Uncovered Canvas Podcast, and we'll be right with you. episode came about because earlier we had talked about why it's important to be able to explain why you like something Mm -hmm. being able to validate these feelings that you're talking about it's nice to be able to go and say all right well uh here's x series i don't like you talking shit about x series well why do you like it the last thing you need to do is be blank when someone explains why you like a certain series or why you like the thing Mm. now Obviously, sometimes it's just a feeling like, oh, you want to know what makes me feel good? It makes me, it gives me a nostalgia feeling or it reminds me of something else. You know, at least there's some reason there instead of just, oh, well, I like it because I like it. That's it. It's not really that good of an example or a defense. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, okay, so when recommending something to other people, it's important that they understand why they should like it or the things that they should look for when you recommend that kind of thing. For me, I always have like that kind of issue because I like really experimental stuff that kind of goes off the cuff and is a little sideways, right? Mm -hmm. Like mind game, Tekken Kin Creed, ping pong, that kind of stuff. And when I recommend these things to people, like, for example, one of my most famous examples would be uh, Golden Boy. Recommending Golden Boy to people is really, really tough because on the surface, this is just like a, like a really etchy porn adjacent 90s OVA about a guy who rides a bicycle and gets with women, right? And it's like... The first episode sets it up to be, like, really, really trashy. But as you continue through the six-episode series, it's very short, non-committal. It takes two and a half hours, the same length as a movie if you watch it all together in the compilation that's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. There's so many qualities about it that, like, make it really, really genuine and appealing. And eventually, it becomes really heartwarming when you see everything that was set up throughout the six episode run come together in the final episode and like in a real big payoff way um not only that but the main character himself grows and changes and you see the way that he influences other people in their lives and there's like so much more to it than (laughs) girl with big boobs oh you like my swimming yeah exactly such a (laughs) oh my god bro i was watching a rubber ross video the other day Uh and he was he went to a minecraft emote server with uh, a bunch of other YouTubers, but because he's like an animator, he was able to make his own emotes and mm-hmm. upload them to the server and like do it, compare them with a uh, a soundboard to do combination emotes, right? Or emotes with sounds to them. And right. that was one of the ones he did. He did the, how do you like while you're swimming? Like he'd jump in the water yeah, and he he'd hit the emote button and he'd start going, oh, 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 and the whole thing. drowning. Yes. At some point he's not even swimming. The animators just physically move him through the water. Yes. That was weird to me. It was like he would stand up, but the water in the background would keep going. <laughs> I was like, oh. It adds to the comedy. It does. It's just like a little extra on top. Okay, so we're talking about not safe work tags today, right? The yeah. most indefensible items on our list. Now, this is specifically 
like for anime weebs and you know this is it's us trying not to be an anime podcast and failing very hard we've done how many episodes have we been trying not to do that like this is supposed to be like a general like oh this is a writing and artist thing and we always default to fuck to anime and manga part of that that is my fault because you know i'm so heavily invested in anime and manga yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be pretty unfair to. It's unfair to say that because you know you're an animator in, you know, you're an you've animated anime, so it's very unfair. And personally, most of my collection is predominantly manga and light novels, and I've only recently, again before the start of the podcast, I only had then just recently started reading more prose and you know non anime like non Japanese media. I've absorbed and read some beforehand, but most of it is in the span of like a couple years versus. Mm-hmm. I've been checking out anime manga since high school. I got X amount of years over everything non-Japan, so... Not only that, but the tag culture as well is specific to, to anime and manga. It doesn't exist anywhere else in, like, any other type of medium. Like, you can't go and see, like, hey, what tags do you like on Pornhub? And I guess you could, like, with search terms. Yeah. But it doesn't bring up the same kind of same Appeal. kind of flair or yeah. result. And it's mainly, like, clip hunting than it is, like, actual work. You're that meme where you're searching through and you're on page 75 before you finally find something that you actually like. Right, exactly. It's like, I'm, I'm, how many more freaking qualifiers in the search bar do I need to put in? I've already advanced searched three times and I'm on page 75 before I get something good. Not only that, but like how often do you find yourself compelled to make an account just to favorite something, right? Right. You know, not often. Not very often. It does happen, but not very often. Okay, so we got our premise. We're setting up. We're defending ourselves. So I'm going to play devil's advocate to your tags. You're going to play devil's advocate to my tags. Mm-hmm. We'll do our best to make this concise and focused. But why don't we? Why don't you start us off? What, what's what's your top five tags? My top five tags. Now, I'm going to say, at first, I wasn't actually a fan of this tag. But due to a certain franchise, I've come to actually enjoy it a lot. My first tag is Tentacles. Now, Tentacles, I'll have you know, guys, is actually very critical to erotic content in Japan for years, ever since they found this nice cheat code. Back in the day, and still to this day, actually, genitalia is censored in Japan because of some laws or whatever. I don't understand the full context, but there's laws that say, hey, no chin-chin, no kitty. They got to be covered up. You got to have those black bars. Yeah, it's the American Puritan law. Yeah, some shit like that. Unfortunately, for the longest time, a lot of these artists wanted to draw that stuff, but they couldn't. So they found a big galaxy-brained idea. What if we have something that's phallic-shaped, but not a chin-chin? And then everyone in the room is like, no way, big brain. And then they realize, what is phallic shape and lewd? And they're like, tentacles. So you actually have the rise of that because they can get around the censorship law Mm. until actual, you know, stuff happens. The guy who invented Tentacle Hentai is still alive, too. Like, he, uh, his name is Toshino Maeda. He's the guy that did Legend of the Overfiend, correct? I believe so. I believe there was an article that came out that was saying like, hey, we're not going to reprint the English version of this comic. And so many people in the comments are like, listen, I'm not picking this up because I want to read it. I'm picking this up because this is this is historically important. So originally, I can I'm not going to lie, wasn't that big of a fan of the tag. But after I played this amazing series called Venus Blood, I got to say I got corrupted myself. One of the key components of this franchise is corruption. And I'm not going to lie, I fell for it as well. So much of the damn game revolve around it that it's even in the genre itself. 
Here's an example for you for the genre of Venus Blood Frontier. Goddess corruption tentacle turn-based adventure strategy RPG. Now, let's check out what Gaia is. Demon spawning tentacle turn-based dungeon defense strategy RPG. And for the pitch for Venus Blood Hollow, Dark Lord Degregation Tentacle Turn-Based Adventure Strategy RPG. No matter what, you're not getting away from the tentacles. This series is tentacle central. Okay, so you like tentacles. We've established that. Right. Sell me on it. What's the deal? What about them do you like? See, the average person can only do so much, you know, only so many body positions, so many scenarios, Whereas with tentacles, surprisingly enough, you it has such a wide range of things you can do with them simply because you can get around the censorship. Let's take, for example, there's a scene in one of the games where it's wholesome. The dude's at a wedding and he's marrying one of the girls. Mm. Now, normally you're stuck in the one pose because he has to princess carry her, picking her up and bridal carrying her all the way to the altar. Now, artists, you can only really do one kind of position if you're going to go, you know, if you're going to segs the heroine. You only got the one position. But now, with these tentacles, you can do, like, seven different things now. You're so it, It's so versatile. I've, uh, I've seen some pretty creative stuff done with one guy, maybe two guys, you know? I feel you. But now imagine you don't need the one guy. You just need the tentacle. Those nice slimy bits. Those nice phallically shaped... Nice censorship dodging. I'm trying to use, I'm trying to pull out all the stops. I got to pull out a damn dictionary to describe these damn things. I got to add all my adjectives. Well, what, uh, okay. So, I mean, I guess so, but I don't know. They just look weird to me. They do. It's definitely a tag that needs to grow on you. It's a tag that at first you think you're not cool with it. Like I was, mm. but then just like the Venus blood games, they'll slowly corrupt you to enjoy it. But how you haven't explained to me how yet, or like what, what specifically about them. You, I guess you've explained to me that they're versatile. They're very right? versatile. Uh, they come in many shapes and forms. You can do many positions with them, but that doesn't really explain anything to me. Is is it? Is that all you like about them? Is the visual appeal? Mm, you want to know what? I'll have to yield and say mostly it is that, and it's having experienced the titles. Now, unfortunately, I can't, you know, I'm not about to dump like 90% of the damn lore of these three titles onto you. But I can say that not on, the versatility and the erotic scenes in the games, the art aesthetic for them, they grew on me. It's definitely a tag that if it's not for you, give it a shot and let it grow on you. Alrighty. So for Venus Blood, that's your recommendation is tentacles. Yeah. The Venus Blood is tentacles. You can pick them up on Jazz USA. If you're one of those guys, you can pick them up on Steam. I believe GOG is also putting them out now. So, boom, there you go. They have demos. They have the full releases. The, just buy it on Jazz. Save yourself the headache. Yeah. All righty. What's next, then? What's next on your list? All right. Next on my list, I'm kind of cheating a bit because I'm going... I originally wanted to have my list be just nothing but specific girls, but that's too broad. So I'm going to cheat a bit and say my honorable mention is Monster Girls. Mm. But I'm going to focus on Fox Girls. because I had. Uh, you I know, am noticing a Monster Girl kind of theme in your tags here. Yeah. Now, Hero, there's something nice about the non-standard. There's something nice about the different thing. Mm. There's something exotic about these exotic creatures. Now, Monster Girls fits exactly that. It is... Just familiar enough to be safe, but different enough to be exotic. Now, mm. I originally was going to go with, like, five different Monster Girl tags. But, yeah, that'd be cheating. 
I want to specifically focus on the appeal of the Fox Girl. So instead, you settled for three Monster Girl tags and okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> technically two because Venus Blood also has some Monster Girls in them too. <laughs> What's another thing too? Boom! There you go. There you go. Boom! Another bonus for tentacles. They, it fits every tag as well. Yaoi Yuri. Boom! Te uh, throw some tentacles in there. Don't need a don't need a third party. They're very flexible as well. You could throw them in there. It's so adjacent that you might be reading a tank or you might be reading a doujin. Freaking tag might just be in there. Not might be a focus, but it's a nice accent to whatever book you're doing. Because you never mm -hmm. know. If it's the main focus, it'll be a hard sell. But if it's an accent, it'll ease you in. Okay, okay. Now, so Monster Girls. Sell me a right. Monster Girls. Monster Girls, well, originally was the whole exotic bit. So I'm going to try and sell you on the Fox Girl. Okay. Now, this, is, this has, it's rooted in Japanese folklore that the Fox Girl, some of them, would shapeshift you know the legend of the kitsune after they are old enough they get a certain amount of tails and then now they can shapeshift into a human form right and these females would go out and you know fool around with some men but mm. some of them would end up staying and having children and eventually marrying the man mm. so this idea of you know this nice perfect wife came from them you know what i mean Obviously, it's not the, uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember the first name, but it's uh, Nadako Nadeshko, I believe it was, or something like that. I'm trying to remember the, uh, the quote-unquote, the, the name for the perfect wife in mm. Japan. But the foxes are one of them. Also, mm. how is it hard to argue with the nice fluffy tail? You got to touch the fluffy tail, bro. I don't know. It's in the way, man, when you really want to hit it from behind. Well, that's the thing, though. Foxes can turn it on and turn it off. You can remove oh. the you can remove the tail. You can remove the ears if you want. She can be a fox girl or a girl because that's one of their powers. They can shape no, no, man. I think I prefer a fox woman. A fox woman. Well, there you go. She can use her <laughs> magic. Not only can she use her magic to go from small to big, she can go from thin to thick if you wanted to. There's actually a, one of one of the books that I was trying to look for for this episode actually did that because the guy was indifferent and she the, the immortal story is, oh, you know, you got to trust in your body appearance and, you know, believe in yourself and he'll like you for you and whatever. And in the end, he's like, OK, so I, all of that's true. But this is a this is a porn comic, so obviously he's gonna go with. But can you still transform when we're getting kinky? And he's like, no. "Oh, you." Now, my recommendation for the code, because unfortunately, uh, my dumbass uh, kept. It's like, oh, but I want to use this one. I want to use that one. My recommendation for the code is four one six two eight four. Any we'll book. Include these in the show notes as well. If yeah. you just want to describe the book to us, you can do that, and then we'll include the codes in the show notes. Right. But any book. In the Nasuverse, Tamamo no Mae is the perfect recommendation for this. The fox wife that's just floofy, fun, happy, and vanilla. That's what you're getting with this. Obviously, there's some tag. There's obviously some books out there where not so vanilla. But if you want nice, comforting, happy, and floofy tale, fox girls are for you, bro. You got uh, Tamamo no Mae. You got Senko-san. You have so many. Like, unfortunately, it's another a nice accent to uh other tags and other series having a dedicated fox girl series can be kind of rough but you mm. can probably think of other series where you saw a fox not necessarily a fox girl but a kitsune as a whole 
So again, the appeal is more visual than anything. And I guess a little bit of the lore too, if she can transform. But what you're mainly looking for is like the perfect wife aspect, right? Basically, a lot of them, a lot of the tag does end up going in that direction simply because that's kind of what artists like to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever they're not going for the more vanilla thing, it is strictly a visual appearance type deal. Because it's just, e- it's easier to do. Like, okay, well, how do I make her a monster girl? Give her fox ears and a tail. Some mm-hmm. people don't want to, it, uh, if you've seen the furry scale for some in discords where you got level one, level two, then level three and level four, not a lot mm-hmm. of places like level three or four. Now, fox girls are perfect because not only do they reach level one, but if need be, you can have them be slightly in level two and not be not too bad. But most people are obviously going to pick the number one because it's just a... Plop on some ears, plop on the tail, boom! You got the mofu mofu. Right. It's like a, a girl with a little bit of extra. Yeah. So you just want the perfect wife, is what I'm saying. But you want to fuck her in a bunch of positions. That's that's where we're going with this. You got, dude, you got to touch the fluffy tail, man. All right, what's next? This is going to be the hardest, most difficultest. <laughs> this, is gonna, this is definitely going to be a challenge, because before it's been more of a visual thing, and obviously it's been more of a I'm biased because of the experience that I had with the tag. Mm. And they've been somewhat specific. But now this is, I'm just going to throw it out in the wind. We're going with dark-skinned female. Oh, yeah, boy. Let's go. Oh, boy. Let's go. Got so when big... you're talking about exotic monster girls. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> My God. We are, not, we are not starting this fucking tag discussion like that. No, I feel um, that all the time. Like, that was historically a thing in the early 2000s, late 90s, where every time uh, there was, like, a dark-skinned female in an anime or whatever, she was, like, the jungle type, right? She was all tribal and weird and exotic. And that was, like, her main appeal. And also, like, super, super forward. So, like, the guy who was involved with her didn't have to do much because the girl would do it all. You have um the dark elf from Record of Lotus War. You got, mm-hmm. oh, God, I'm trying to remember her name. But an outlaw star. You had that one chick that could easily beat the snot out of everyone. And she was super fit and too. Yeah, uh, and you had the girl from the, what was that? That old Gynax show? Uh, not, not, uh, what was it? What, uh, Nasca sure. Valley of the Wind? No, not Nasca. Um, that's the Ghibli one. But oh, you know okay. what I'm talking about. It does start with an N. Ghibli show, dark skin girl. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm not Ghibli show. What the fuck am I saying? Fucking, uh, uh Anna worked on it too, right? Yeah, Anna he did. Went... Yeah, <sighs> um... Oh yeah, the fucking the girl from Magical Shopping Arcade was right. Yeah, I like her a lot. Uh, now, she's very fun for a country that's ninety nine percent Japanese, and any other ethnicity is the one percent. We're not talking like oh here's ninety nine percent, and then we're throwing in some Caucasians or whoever or whoever's like half Japanese. It's like no no no, you got to be one hundred percent pure Japanese to be in that ninety nine percent. Everything else in that country is the one percent. So Nadia's Secret of the Blue Water. That's what. It thank was. you. So, yeah, she, she's the main character. So, boom. In a, <laughs> in a country that's, you know, labeled Make as... Make sure you can defend yourself well on this, my guy. <laughs> this one's going to be rough. This one's going to be rough. Like, before, it's like, oh, it's a nice accent. It's like, no, 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 this one, uh, there's, some re- there's some IRL so content. this one clearly is another visual appeal aspect. There's Not no getting around it, right? Because it it's is like, cute, it's all... Yeah. It's it's just about the dark skin. They don't act different. They don't. They aren't different. It's just a girl with a slightly darker complexion. Um, and I get the appeal in her skin. Yeah, That's yeah, more it. melanin, and it, it makes them look a little bit exotic, a little bit, yeah. So now um, there's a freaking uh, misconception. You got a country that's 99 percent 
Japanese, and 1% other thing. And yet, here I'm looking and seeing the dark-skinned female tag is in a lot of books. So even the JP folk think it's appealing. Unfortunately, the majority of that inspiration either comes from black media or gatu culture. Exactly. And unfortunately, I can't not include Gal with that because it's such an adjacent tag that they're basically one and the same. So mm. kind of cheating again. But, you know, if you like Gals, boom, you're most likely going to get that tag anyway. So far, most of mine have been actually I'm looking at my list again. All of them are just ac- like, you know, accents to mm. whatever you're reading in the book. I'm starting <laughs> to pick up that you have an appearance fetish. I yeah, you know what? If that's you're picking up the you're picking up doujinshis, you're picking up games, you're picking up media, mostly on a visual appearance at first, and then you stay for the nice characters. Yeah, and like not only that, but you're like a, a collector, right? Through and very through. much so. One so for it, my it's all about looking for you. Look, don't touch. You know that kind of thing. And like you do like to touch. You like to have the experience. But first and foremost, of course, I looking. have Fox Girls on my damn list. You don't think I don't like to touch? That's the <laughs> that's the meme, my bro. That's the meme. Okay, got... but it would be more so inclined if you had, um, what's her name? The hollow girl from Maiden Abyss. Oh, crap, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> or any uh, of them. There are two hollow girls. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah it'll mostly be a visual thing because then Nana I go to... And Fapita. That's the... Right. Here's a nice recommendation. Would be fi- uh, four, five, two, two, nine, six. Just describe nice, the book, my guy. Just describe the book. Listen, you got an entire tank full of nice, dark-skinned characters that are just, you know, fun to be around. And it is it is, it is, is a tank, so it has different stories in it. Yeah. So obviously it's going to be... You want to explain what a tank is to people? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, a Tankobon is a collection of stories put into one, usually for, like, Shonen series or, like, serialized manga. It's traditionally, like, a story. So you have, like, chapters one to five, boom being collected in a Tankobon. Over here in the States, usually it's a trade paperback or a volume, quote-unquote. So the tank I recommended has a bunch of different stories that just happen to feature characters of the slightly darker variety. You know, you have a nice one with a nurse. You have a nice story around, you know, a call girl, which, you know, she's act- another, it's actually pretty sweet. This is another have, feel-good one. The uh, tan yeah. Garu only has eyes for you. There's a nice uh, Santa story that I remember in this uh, book where it's like, oh, you know, I'm going to be alone this Christmas. And oh, hey, look at that. Nice tan Santa shows up to brighten your spirits and give you some uh, Christmas joy. Man, they all wear leopard print. (laughs) I'm not usually a fan of that. And that's unfortunately a big thing in the tag for gals is they usually have that anyway. But there's some good stuff. If the tank gets you going, you want to know what? Go ahead and click on that link and uh, keep going forward because it is an aesthetic choice to have them like that they don't have to you know they don't have to be dark-skinned but you know it's nice that they are because what about uh... the dark skin outside of the visual do you think is appealing right like give give me the the prison school pitch on your tags oh for fuck's sakes you know i can't listen i don't have the ret i don't have the rhetoric to be able to go ham i hero (laughs) i'm sorry audience if you're expecting me to have this philosophical quandary on the evolution of breasts to butts or from bust that from butts to breasts then unfortunately i'm gonna fail you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna set you guys up and already know i'm not gonna do that but i will say evolutionary speaking everyone has some roots in africa and africa is closer to the equator than a lot of other countries their continents so this dark skinned is actually appealing to our ancestral roots 
while you have so many cultures painting these beautiful illustrations of these very white, pale-skinned people in their artwork, what they're really trying to do is run away from their roots. And all everyone's roots is a dark-skinned individual. So in actuality, liking dark-skinned characters, specifically dark-skinned females, is going back to your ancient roots. Your genetic roots, if you say it. Humanity's roots. You that's think- my best shot. Yeah. That's my best shot. That's my. That was, pretty good. that was a pretty good one. That's my, uh, that's my best shot. <laughs> I give you the the hug and the pat on your back. It's okay. Uh, I, I don't. I, I don't feel that. I, you give me. It's okay. Not my. Not my homie, but not my boy. Okay, that's a pity hug. There you go. You tried your best. You did okay. Oh, that makes it worse. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Well, we got to, we got a couple more tags to get through here. So, uh, as a quick recap, you got tentacles on there uh, because it's nice visually. You got dark skin on there because it's nice visually. You got fox girls on there because it's nice visually. And the idea of the tail—you just really like the tail. Mofu mofu um, army for life. I get the tail thing uh, because I have a thing for tail plugs specifically. Mm-hmm. Just because it's it's a layered aspect, right? Exactly. One is the tail. The other one is it's in their asshole. And it's pretty cool. A lot of uh, my tags, I do realize, I've ended up becoming convinced to like instead of, you know, I like that from the get-go. It's not love at first sight. It's, you know, I was convinced to yeah, you grow, the tag. Yeah, you grow into it. But that's how it was for all of my tags as well. Like, every single tag that I've ever gotten into, I didn't initially like. Yeah, but um, I'm but like I'm like like, a, like looking at it again when we actually get to it. I feel like I'm going to be more of a fence sitter trying to explain both sides of a conflict and then be like, "Oh, yeah, what's your opinion on it?" It's like, Ehh! and then I input generic answer so that way I don't piss everyone off. But then it's like, "Damn it. These are supposed to be my appeals." <laughs> My yeah, last you're two- supposed to be able to uh, defend yourself. We were talking about how important it is that you know exactly why you like something. And I realized and so far you've like been it. able to go like I, you know, I like this thing because I have personal experience with it. So there's a little bit of a bias there, but also I just like how it looks, and like that is a valid reason. It is it's a valid not reason, a very but good reason. It's not. So that's why I feel bad. You know what I mean? A lot of mine have just been I like it, and my last two are exactly the same. I like it because it looks good. Oh man! All of my like top tens are surface level. <laughs> as soon as you hear my next two, they're gonna be fucking terrible. <laughs> All right, well let's move on on to the next one. Oh my goodness! I don't have nuke codes for this one, unfortunately, because again, it's another fucking accent. Well, include the codes in the show notes. I you know. Time. I know. If we got time now, these are a specific outfit part. Now another visual thing. Yes. Another visual. Unfortunately. We have two different ways to say this. Now, there's the tag is usually placed in English under bike shorts. To most people who absorb a lot of JP media, they're spats. 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 I always liked how they, like some people are like to talk about it. It's like spats. Now, <laughs> I got to say, the main appeal that I definitely mm. dig off of that is the nice form-fitting shorts that are just super easy to make very erotic without needing to. It's one of those things where your imagination ends up being more erotic than actually having her take them off. Right. The idea of it is more attractive than the actual thing itself. Right. This was the principle behind as well. Um, I had learned, I, I watched this YouTuber called Bernadette Banner on YouTube. Right. She's a Victorian era tailor person. Mm-hmm. Like she, she does historical fashion. What I, What got me into her channel is she did this amazing thing 
by opening an OnlyFans for saucy ankle pics, Victorian style. <laughs> what? Yeah, she made a bunch of money. She got real convinced. Like at the end, I think she did it for a month and she made like twenty thousand dollars. Oh wow. She was like I and like most of it was just people who were like in on the joke, but every once in a while she'd get somebody who just wasn't and they're like, Hey <laughs> And so she was like, I knew that would happen, but it's like it's weird. So she describes like the appeal behind it, right? Is that the reason that we have this kind of like disposition about Victorian people being like really sensitive to sexuality and things like that was mainly as like because they had lack of access to actual sexual aspects to of women and like the available information, right? Sexual information. Right. They use their imaginations a lot more to uh, kind of tease at certain possibilities. So the ankles themselves weren't what those men found attractive. It was the idea that the woman is showing anything at all that they found attractive because they were like, well, if she's showing an ankle, maybe she'll lift it higher and I get to see more of her leg. Maybe it'll go even higher and I get to see her hips. You know, that kind of thing. It's like that part of it was what became sexy. And so that's kind of like what you're dealing with here now is the spats, like they're, they're form fitting and they're tight and it. It doesn't exactly show you what's there, but it gives you an idea. And it gives you a one. very nice impression because it not only does it, it, it again, it go, just like the tentacles earlier, it can get around some censorship bits because it, so long as it's not vividly drawn in detail, you could see some uh, some naughty bits without needing to cover them up because they're right. already covered by the spats. So not exactly. only does this cover it up, but now you get these nice form fitting shorts that another uh visually appealing aesthetically appealing outfit it's not even an outfit they're just shorts but you know i've <laughs> too many of the damn tags just rip the center just so that way you can get things going yeah no i'm <laughs> god damn it here it's like a thin it's a thin barrier that's what it is it's all about the the titillation the teasing right the aspect uh this one for you is mainly mostly visual but it's it's more of a um sensual Mo kind of most of them have been visual it, hero right? don't you fucking lie <laughs> every single one of them is visual every single one of them but this one i can get behind a little bit more than the others because it makes sense in a more kind of kind of primal aspect right the idea mm -hmm. of the titillation and the teasing. And so often do we get presented with these opportunities to just immediately be satiated for our desires. But when you're working with spats, you don't get that that sensation immediately. It, it draws it out. It makes it sweeter, savior. You know, like uh, fucking the, the dogs with the bells, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> the Pavlovs. Like a... You get Pavlovs. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, it's usually a sportswear thing. So a lot of comics featuring this tag is uh, because spats is another accent tag i should say you know it's not the thing surrounding it but a lot of the comics that feature this tag also happen to have a lot of girls doing sporting events track and field biking usually like a lot of the fit stuff so it's usually adjacent to that but if you enjoy some nice girls in the sportswear that a lot of them end up wearing spats as well like they end up wearing those while they're training and stuff and guess what guess what's the default thing that a lot of comics end up going with when oh no it's a girl with a, a skirt i hope she doesn't get her skirt flipped <laughs> i lose her i'm wearing spats can't see the panties right I, I, that was one of the things i really like in particular 
particular about the character. What's her name? Misaka Mikoto. Yeah, from, from Index. Yep, from Index. That was like one of my main appeals for her is that she wore shorts underneath her skirt. Um, just because it's like you know they they present you that opportunity and then they don't give it to you and you're like yes thank you queen. <laughs> you know, she's a fun character even if without that moment. But yeah, side tangent. A friend of mine actually is really deep into the series, and even he recommends. Yeah, no, uh, d- don't read Index. Read Railgun. Read everything else but the main series, because Toma fucking sucks. Just, just fucking. <laughs> the less Toma you have, the more enjoyment you have in the franchise. Now, to be fair, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think Index sucks personally. Mm. She's really annoying. She whines all the time. She fucking. Her thing is like, you know, just being the jealous type. Yeah, jealous, hungry, weird girl or whatever. She sucks as a character and is constantly a liability, right? She's like constantly under threat and it's up to Toma to save her all the fucking time. But Toma is really good in Railgun. He's really good in Accelerate. Like he's really good in everything other than Index. And the parts of Index that are really good are without Index. Like it's Index sucks. (laughs) But Toma's... Toma is cool. I like Toma. He is a little slow acting sometimes, but I, I get his attitude and I really like them. And then anything with Misaka is amazing. And I love her friend. Like her and the her friend. teleporter? Like, yeah, the teleporter. She's so good. Oh my gosh. It's like a as like a buddy character, right? Like she's not great on her own, but because she's with straight man Misaka, it's amazing. It's an amazing duo. And that's the majority of my tags. They're not that great on their own, or at least my dumbass can't make an argument for them, but they're great when you put them together. Yeah, the bike shorts ones, that one, that one I can stand by. Everything else is like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 so, far, so far, I'm batting 1.5. <laughs> there you go. I'm batting 1.5. I got something with the dark skin, but uh, it's only a, a pity, a pity. So we'll go 1.5 out of uh, 1.5 out of 5. All right, you want to know what? I'm not doing too bad. <laughs> There you go. I That's got a, a number. Start. You're getting progress. I'm progress. progress. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So I came prepared. Ask me anything. Let's go through my tags. Oh boy. Right? Oh boy. You, I, you got I, a I, list there. You can you can choose whichever one, and I'll defend let, it. With let's my just wife. go in. Let's just go in order at this point. Let me actually uh, bring up said list. But uh, <laughs> god damn it, <laughs> fucking hero showing me up. <laughs> <laughs> I am a professional. Okay, I, mean, I have to defend my honor. That is especially the... when I had to fucking skip over so many other tags. I would have loved to. I know there's so reasons. it's such a fucking uh, 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 another side tangent. Faku has is super fucking annoying with how they organize their damn tags, and I uh, it's so goddamn annoying. I uh, use literally every other website. I use Purin and Hentai, Hentai to read. And then I think I also used... No, I think that was it. I just used those three. Yeah. So I, the, the codes that I have go to nhentai.net. Apparently there's an nhentai.to. If you throw the codes in there, they bring up a completely different series. So you have to be on nhentai.net. Yeah, because the, the tag is all over the fucking place. But I had to use that because I wanted to... Well, you know, I... I uh, I'm an advocate for purchasing and grabbing these, you know, books legally. But unfortunately, you know, Dojinshi as a whole is kind of a hard sell. But there are places where... I'll, I'll I, did pick up some of, I did pick up one of my recommended series uh, that yeah. we'll get to on here. I picked that up in Tokyo while I was there. So. Oh, wow. I have uh, my own Dojinshi collection in my uh, closet. Just because, uh, unfortunately, you know, sunlight and very hard to come by Dojinshis uh, don't do so hot. So I got to freaking lock them up because I am not exposing those things to sunlight. Those things are going to be pristine. Now, 
let's just start from the top to the bottom. So we got, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, you got codes and everything. God damn it, man. Freaking. I really am showing the Joe to the pro. Fucking hell. God damn it. It's organized. I got God damn it. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, hero. Let's see what so we So you got. may have noticed that there is a common theme among my tags. And it's, it's very much the aggressive woman archetype. I absolutely will die for aggressive women. Women who, like, I'm so sick and tired of women who sit passively and, you know, wait for other things to happen to them. Or they're like, you know, they're at the bar and, like, they want a guy to flirt with them, but not that guy or that guy or that. Just fucking go deal with it, okay? I do not need another Sakura in my life. Oh I will shit God. on her every day, okay? So th that's that's why... We're starting hard with the femdom tag, okay? The most aggressive of all women is we need a woman who is take charge, who commands the bedroom, who commands her life, a, a get shit done kind of businesswoman, right? Because we don't have time to wait around for these hoes. We need somebody to act. And sometimes us guys are too busy to do anything about it. Sometimes we're shy. Sometimes it needs to be made easy, right? We can't be doing all of the work. Just, just give us some 50-50, right? And like, we can pay them back, right? For the things that they want, they get it from us. And we can pay them back tenfold by overperforming, by giving them that little extra sauce. And so I have, as my recommended series for the Femdog tag, is the Succubus Stayed Life Tonkoban series. Oh, really? Oh, damn. Yeah. Nice. So this is a, a huge, huge classic for this. One of these specific things, um, mainly that all of the girls are very forward. One of them is passive, but she's realizing that she loses the main character to the girls who are aggressive. So then she turns aggressive and they get her involved. They like, you know, include her in and like, hey, you can join too. And then she's like, all right. And then like after that, she becomes like way more aggressive. And he's got to balance his time between work, school, and then these three girls who want his dick all the fucking time. And because he, this is a dojin, he lives by himself um, in the city because his parents pay for his apartment and he has nothing to worry about in life other than getting pussy. And it's pretty pretty nice um also included on here succubus state life is because the main character has glasses and i am a glasses aficionado i am a megani kun to the end i relate <laughs> so hard to that dude from uh beyond the boundary you know his like obsession with glasses and whatever i'm like i get it man absolutely so i'm all about that i wanted glasses as a tag um in my inclusion but it's it's too broad right so i yeah, need something a little more specific a little more defensible and femdom is where it's at so do you have any counter arguments i don't know man what if i'm an andrew tate you know what i mean what if i emanate toxic masculinity what if i don't want a very uh, aggressive woman if you don't want to, if you don't want an aggressive woman, what you want is a piece of plywood. Okay, you want a body pillow. You want to masturbate. A girl who doesn't work for you is a girl who doesn't work. Yeah, uh, uh, a man works for his daily bread and wine, but but you know, in today's day and age, everyone works for their you know daily bread and wine. Exactly. And when the opening shot is of this girl having her breakfast, you know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I actually, it's hard because you chose to not give a state life. I actually do have that. It, it is legally available, too. So you guys can pick it up. I'll, uh, it is, yes. It. It's a very good series. Uh, it's long, too. It's like, like what, yeah, nine it's books? like nine, nine books, something like that. Yeah. Now, they don't really go too far into the succubus bit. I'm mean, obviously the tag itself is Fendom, but, you know, for the 
series itself. Yeah, that was really something I really liked about Succubus State Life in particular is that they didn't go too hard in the Succubus stuff. So many often when you get Succubus type series, they lean like really hard into the, you know, I have to consume your life force in order to satiate myself and remain on this earth kind of situation. Right. It's more metaphysical, more kind of vampiric in nature. It's, it's a lot more fantasy. But in this one, I really, really liked that you aren't able to tell at all if these girls are just bullshitting with him and saying like using this as an excuse to you know yeah bro uh, what if she's just horny or... yeah exactly what if she's, what if she's just horny, just horny? I'm, I'm she even cosplays as a succubus later like it's a thing that she does because <laughs> <laughs> for fun like it's very like yeah she does this for fun it's like but if you look if you pay close attention, you notice that their eyes are actually different. The succubuses, the two of them, their eyes are actually different than all the other human characters. And that's how you're able to tell. But it's really, really subtle. And it's not emphasized. And the main character, he, he kind of just goes along with it. Because why wouldn't you? you right. Know? This is what she's into. How am I to say no to that? Okay, okay. I'm trying to bullshit, but I'm like, ah, no, I can't. Uh. Come on, man. Give me a hard one. I'll give you a good Okay. No, just go straight down the list. Let's just go. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do this, because I'm like, fuck, I actually enjoy some of these too, God damn it! <laughs> Alright, so, masturbation is another tag that I think is e extremely underutilized in the kind of medium. It's the kind of forbidden fruit of the Dojin world. I feel like so many Dojin focus on the guy getting what he wants and uh, fulfilling his own desires. And the ones that acknowledge that sometimes girls get horny too, especially when it's in relation to other people, I think is really, really important to kind of deal with right right to experience to allow a girl to kind of please herself in a way and so uh under the masturbation tag i have looser sister by yukimi who's a phenomenal artist they make a lot a lot of really good content um have been around in the series er, in the industry for like fucking ever bro multiple decades at least and uh this one in particular is really interesting to me because it's about a girl who discovers that her best friend and her brother have been dating for a while and she finds them fucking and kind of in discovering her own sexuality after uh seeing a porn book the inside of a porn book for the first time um and then later on walking in on them her best friend and her brother fucking becomes kind of enraptured with the idea of like experiencing the effect tertiarily right where it's more becomes more of like a voyeur act for her where she is in the room they quote unquote don't know that she's there they do after a while they do figure it out and then kind of continue because the brother thinks it's kind of hot and he doesn't really give a shit about his sister like he cares about her in a sister way but right um, at the same time he's like but i'm getting my dick wet so you know like i'm not stopping because stop she's there this, exactly he's like i'm just gonna continue because this is what i want and then the best friend kind of gets off on the idea that the the best friend is watching so it, it, it's very much a kind of like everybody included is consenting to this for one reason or another and all the reasons are generally healthy you know they're like right. this just adds a little bit of spice a little bit of element to nice it little accent kind of doing. exactly and so the because the main character is another glasses girl fantastic by the way she she's supposed to be like this plain jane type of character mm -hmm. um, because her best friend's like the really popular one who's really smart and has long black hair you know the the it's Japanese default. Yeah, the Japanese beauty standard. That's that's what she is. And the main character is the very much opposite of that. She's more my beauty standard. I love her. She's great. But she's supposed to be the plain Jane person. And instead of going out and being like, you know what? I want to fuck you, brother. Or uh, just literally any other option. Finding her own guy, whatever. She's 
enjoying herself and she's getting what little piece of it she can and she's being aggressive in her own way right by barging in on this kind of like private space between these two this this couple right just a quick thing to pop up the name that i, I just, came to me right now uh name for the you know personification of the idealized japanese woman is yamato nadeshko that's my mistake yamato nadeshko okay so that's uh because you're talking about like we're talking about like the oh uh, you know jp default girl black hair whatever and so on and so forth it, it just yeah. popped into my head the Mio, yeah we, we know them yeah. in every anime ever as like the the prime example of what a perfect person should look like oh my god she's so great she has, you know, top grades. She's smart at this. She's smart at that. She's good at she's sports. She's really athletic. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, how the hell do you have time to do all this? You only get time for one club. How are you going to be part of the damn uh, student yeah, council? club lasts fucking five hours. Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, how are you going to be part of, like, three different clubs? Like, yeah, she, freaking they all meet every day. How are you going to be in all of them? Do you, like, part-time all of them? Like, come on. You can be athletic. Well, the idea is that they they dedicate certain days to these clubs, and because they're all athletic and really good at these things, it takes them very little time to catch up. So they're able to divide their attention evenly between all aspects and still be good at them, which makes them even more appealing because, you know, uh, in Japan, multitasking is like a sought-after skill. It's it's what some people would find attractive. I don't know, Kiro. What if... uh... What if I'm not here for the girl to get off? What if I'm, you know, I'm picking up a book and, you know, I'm thinking about me. I'm thinking Man, about, you're like... Really, you're really stretching for these, aren't you? I am, I'm really <laughs> trying because I'm like, damn it. Like, I just, I'm really trying. Like, no, you want to... You, you fucking... I'm doing my damnedest. I'm doing my damn... I keep, I'm trying to fucking explain. I'm a flat earther versus a fucking... Uh, so in this particular case, in this particular case, there are scenes where the couple are getting off. And so you can enjoy those if you're just not into the main girl. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll get that as well It's like, oh, I'm not really into the main girl getting off by herself. But uh, to that effect, uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, like, I don't know, man, if you're not here for to watch people have sex, what are you even in porn for? Like, oh my God. Come on. <laughs> I'm, a fucking, I'm a flat earther versus anyone that's ever opened a fucking book. You know what I mean? Like it's I'm anyone really, who's owned a globe. Yeah, right. I'm struggling to fucking play. To, I'm struggling because you God damn it. At that two for two. OK. Next. I'm just being petty because you're doing a way better job than me. That's why. <laughs> and, the right. next, and the next one on the goddamn t- list, too, it's like, goddamn, I can't even argue this one either. Uh. Tom boys, my guy. Tom boys. Misaka Mikoto. Fuka from Yatsuba. Miss, uh, what's her name? Fujiyama from Miss Fujiyama. It's, it's really, I don't know what else to say about Tom boys. They have the appeal of two worlds, right? They're feminine, they're boyish, they're outgoing, they're submissive, they're everything a guy could ever want in a in a girl, right? You could take her and hang out with the bros, you could play video games together, or you can sit in and you can take her to a fancy dinner. Um, and she's down for all of it, right? Tomboys are perfect. They're fantastic. Um, and this particular example that I have here is Clover number one. This is actually an ongoing series as well. I believe there are three or five of them, something like that. Um, it's done by the artist, artist uh, Arai K. Now, I really like Arai K for a couple of reasons. I really like his pencil stroke lines. What he does is, I don't think he uses inking tools. I think he does it all in pencil. And then he'll scan that in and then 
uh, screen tone it, mm -hmm. um, which is really interesting as a technique. And then also, he is a man after my own heart because everything is manga accurate. Everything mm. is manga accurate. That means this Yatsuba, this Yatsuba porn parody looks like as close to as you can get to Yatsuba manga pages. So he's very on model. He's incredibly on model. And I absolutely love him for that. He also did the uh, Fujiyama-san stuff, which is another kind of like um, love romance situation series. Uh, mm -hmm. For anybody who doesn't know what Yamada-san is, or Fujiyama-san, it is a series about um, a guy and a girl who kind of get together. Uh, the girl is made fun of. She's like on the volleyball team, but she's made fun of for being like really tall and kind of thick. And uh, she's like six foot or something like that. And the main character is like five foot six. So she's like way over him. <clears throat> but he gets kind of like entranced by her and her exoticness of being so tall. And once they start kind of hanging out and becoming a little bit close as friends, they fall for each other. And then they have to dis kind of like uh, discover themselves within this relationship before eventually right. revealing it to their friends and then defending their love for each other when eventually people make fun of them. For Very cute series. Very awesome. Uh, also has another tomboy character in it, which is Fujiyama-san. Um, Arai K, same deal, very odd model. Even, even the tone is correct. You know, like reading the Clover series, it's not exactly like a Yatsuba comic, but it is like the vibe is there. The vibe is correct. And the same with the Fujiyama-san one. I'm not specifically talking about tomboys in this moment, but I am talking about Arai K because that man is amazing. He's incredible. Uh, I don't know, man. You're not doing that. <laughs> What's the... Come on. Like, I can get a similar thing with my tag. What's so great about this tomboy? You know, which tag? You gotta be more specific. Tomboy. No, your tag. You said oh, my you tag? get more... Oh, I'm yeah. bullshitting. I know. You gotta, you gotta follow it up with some substance. I don't know, man. Here I'm thinking, <laughs> like, I at least gave you, you know, some genetic background with, like... The dark-skinned females. What's so mm. fantastical and awesome sauce about these tomboys? Let me let me ask you this. Have you ever heard the term sleeper hit? Hmm. <laughs> right? I'm, the I'm idea that familiar. something is secret. Secret, sacred, protected, unassuming. But when it comes down to it, it performs like no other. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you okay. ever, like, considered the fact of, like, maybe some of these plain girls could be more beautiful in a different light? They could be uh, just even more breathtaking than those girls who put on all this makeup, and when you take it off, they look like fucking cattle, right? Mm -hmm. we, we've all been decepted before, but... Catfish. Tomboys, they don't have... Yeah, they don't... Tomboys don't have to do that. They have a natural appeal that elevates when you provide those... Uh, deceptive techniques right you can make them look more feminine you can make them look more beautiful but when you take all of that away there's still that core there that's absolutely breathtaking in its own way for its own uniqueness they don't have to hide who they are and they can relate to you on a lot of the things that you have to deal with they're they're more in a lot of ways more of an available compatible partner than the girls you would typically find out on the street than gather or club girls right <laughs> this is the part that sucks too because that tom girls was on my goddamn list too <laughs> it, it had to be one of my cut tags and i'm like god damn it hero Ugh. oh man I, one thing that i could give to them too is that a lot of times the personality is great you know what i mean like a lot of them 
fall into this really, really cute. Yeah, this kind of like forward thinking, uh, you know, aggressive, but not too aggressive, kind of like, you know, if you're uh, not pushy nature. If you're not, uh, she's like one of the homies, you yeah, know? Bro. And then you can take her home and fuck the shit out of her. Exactly. Um, now, another thing, uh, well, uh, bonus points for the, uh, usually they have like the one haircut too. I'm trying to remember what the, what it's called. Bob? Yeah, like the bob cut. Not um, less Chie from uh, Persona Four, more messy, I guess. I'm trying to remember what the hair, uh, the hairstyle is, but basically, a lot of the uh, <laughs> a lot of tomboys have the same haircut, and a oh, lot yeah. of them they, they do. And I think that's mainly due to a couple of factors. One is the standardization of looks and beauty in Japan, particularly, mm -hmm. and then also um, the kind of lack of uh, experimentation or like a awareness, I guess, on their part, right? Um, because the there are, there are Why certain girls, be? yeah, uh, there are certain girls like in Shuffle, for example, right? Asa, the tomboy, right, who wins, ha, hallelujah, uh. <laughs> the tomboy <laughs> who wins in that series has a, a, a markedly different kind of hairstyle, um, than something like you know what Fuka has. It's similar, but it's different enough, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have like Maka Albarn, who's also a tomboy, who is a more girlish kind of like um pigtail hairstyle right right so like there there are variants to it I, I really think it comes down to a lack of an awareness and a lack of understanding right and tomboys aren't necessarily that kind of prevalent in japan anyway if they do they try to look more mannish um and i think maybe that's like a definition aspect where tomboys in japan mean something different than tomboys in the western world where tomboys in the Western world is like females who are male presenting, masculine presenting, right? They they have mannish qualities about them, whether that be their dress or their haircut or their attitude. Um, in Japan, I think tomboys um, fall under more of a transitional category where they're like females who want to be males, right? As opposed to who are male presenting. So that might know, also man. be a difference. The way you're explaining that it makes me think uh, I'm not getting a woman. I, it's getting a war man. You know, yeah, what, I'm, uh, better, what better than to have two capital letters, really? I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm here for the as much as I love my homies and stuff. I'm still down for the, uh, for Dude, the nice. Gay, you don't kiss your homies night. Huh? <laughs> you're gay if you don't kiss your homies night. Hey, listen, bruh. I remember this one time when my when I when I was sick, my bud carried me into my house, took me in bed, and gave me a nice kiss on the lips goodnight before he gave me the nice warm milk. Okay, we're super tight like that. Got to appreciate yeah. the homies. <laughs> Got to appreciate the homies, even if one of them happens to be a girl. Exactly. <laughs> Especially if one of them happens to be a girl. Ah, uh, like I'm trying so fucking hard, but this is just no. <laughs> God damn All it. Right, what's next on the list here? Let's see. Prostitution. Okay, this one's going to be easier for me, so you go ahead. Prostitution, it falls under a similar category as, like, femdom for me, right? It's the idea... Uh, I guess, like, it's a specific type of prostitution is what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, not, I'm not thinking about forced prostitution or against the will type of prostitution. I'm thinking of prostitution in the terms of a girl has needs that need to be met, and she's using her most essential assets as a means of getting them, right? And... Personally, this is like a personal thing. I, I like a girl who has a lot of experience, right? 
it's no fun when you're dealing with a virgin and you have to teach them everything and kind of rediscover where their their kinks and stuff are. I like a girl who knows what she likes and will do anything to get it. And that prostitution uh, tag generally has that fall under there, right? These girls who have a lot of experience, they know exactly what they want and they know how to get it. And so they do, whether that be money, whether that be sex, whether it be sex and money. Um, and they're enjoying it. It's not like they're doing it unwillingly. And so the recommended series that I have under here is The Job of a Committee Member. This is the one that I picked up in Japan. This is by Inoue uh, Kiyoshiro. Mm -hmm. Inoue Kiyoshiro. And uh, he is also a phenomenal artist. He has a really dynamic style that's incredibly anatomically accurate. And it just has a way of making every panel look really energetic and lively. Um, and I really like how he draws faces, the really round faces that he uses and stuff like that. They're very expressive, very interesting. I even got a, um, I found this out by somebody else, but I got mm -hmm. a draft works book of this. So it's, it's, it's the storyboards for this book that he sold as a dojin as well. Oh, wow. So I got those in the mail. Um, and they're pretty good. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. You can see kind of like what he was thinking and how he constructed certain pages and what edits and changes he made to certain things. I believe he also uses Clip Studio, which is my program of choice. Um, it's very nice. Very, very good. But yes, prostitution, I think, is a really strong kind of tag for just female independence, right? Uh, rights to sex workers, my guy. I don't know, man. I don't like the... Uh... Sometimes I feel like uh, she's carrying around a disease or two. I got to poke her with a stick to make sure that, uh, you know, you know, you stay away. You got to keep a, uh, you keep Look, the, man, you keep, all you I got to say is every interaction with a female is one of trust, right? And in order to build trust, you have to establish a standard for yourself and your partner. And if that includes getting a sexual test, go for it. Like if that helps you feel safer about it, absolutely. If you need to use protection, go for it. Nobody's stopping you from making the choices to do with your body what you will, but nobody's it, stopping them either. It's that it's scene. Equal. It's that scene from Clerks when the main guy finds out that his girl had sucked 35 <laughs> yes. for him. Exactly. And he's still <laughs> trying to, you know, the entire movie, as soon as the rest of the movie after he finds that out, is him struggling to like, well, what do I do now? Right, exactly. And it's not like it matters. She had a history, right? And some of them might even have been at the same time. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. What it might have been someone moment, in that same building. It might have been. And who gives a shit? Because right now that girl is your girl, right? Uh, think about it this way. What's more precious? Uh, owning something nobody wants or owning something everybody wants? That's true. Everybody, yeah, there's a treasure in whatever. There's something nice about uh, fuck you. That's mine. Exactly. When it when it belongs all to you, even if it's just for a moment, um, you know, like like the awareness that she gets around, the awareness that other people have wanted her and had her and lost her, and now that she belongs to you, even for just a moment, for me, that's that's incredibly special. Um, and generally, you want that to be more and more more genuine than anything, but. Um, I also want things to be easy, so that's a nice trade-off. I'll yield, but I'm still going to keep her uh, at a distance with the stick. Well, okay, but 
so for this series in particular, there's a character that I really, really like, and she's mm-hmm. the kind of lolly appearing character. Um, she's, she's just petite. like a small, yeah, she's a small she's petite. petite one. Just, just, just point she's that out. She's a senior there. in high school. She's 18. She's just petite. Um, but she has this crush on one of her teachers. And so that's kind of like her motivation for being part of the committee. Mm-hmm. Um, that it goes around as like these school public toilet things or whatever as to convince this teacher to have sex with her and fall in love with her, right? Uh, but he refuses. For whatever reason, he keeps refusing, and it's her trying to seduce him. That's, like, really the main kind of attractive aspect of her character, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and it turns out she he was uh, denying her because he has a weird-looking dick, which is, like, a perfectly valid reason, yeah, okay. to be honest. Like, I would, too. I definitely wouldn't want to show my weird-looking dick to anybody if I had a weird-looking dick. Um, but eventually, she does seduce him, um, and uh, they have sex for, I think, like, fucking 48 hours straight, and then Jesus. she ends up getting pregnant and leaves the committee. <laughs> oh, wow. Is yeah. there a continuation of that, or is it just like, oh, no, she's pregnant, so now there's the end of the series. Uh, it's like, it's the do. end of it, because like, it, it's like a full circle moment, because at oh, the okay. beginning, she gets recruited into the committee because the last girl that she was replacing got pregnant. Oh, wow. So it's like a full circle moment where it's like, oh, now she got pregnant. So you kind of know how that happens. Oh, boy. So, but yeah, she gets her, her brains fucked up. And like, like I said, the way that she that he draws faces is absolutely breathtaking like let me let me send you a photo real quick um i'll show you what this page right here you can take a look at this page it's kind of like out of it half conscious kind of just completely done out face is absolutely amazing to me great all right moving on i guess i'll Yield. I'm not good at freaking. Uh, God damn it! Oh man, you're not, not gonna. Just, you're not gonna picking apart my arguments. I'm not gonna. No, because some of these I like, and the other ones I'm indifferent to. I don't have the. Like, if I'm not. Uh, well, if you're indifferent to it, that should give you like all the more reason to be able to kind of t- pick it apart and be like, why should I like this? Because right? that's more, my job here. Yeah, right, because I'm trying to think. Like, I'm. I just did that. It's like I don't know, man. I don't like the idea of. Uh, you know, I gotta pay for the. I gotta pay for this freaking hoe that uh, might have a disease or two. I gotta keep her at uh, arm's length, and it's not even arm's length. I got this steak. Okay. All right. So next on the list, uh, we have the classic, the almighty incest. Right. It is the easiest tag to include in any dojinshi, and this is one of the easiest tags to fucking break apart immediately. It's like absolutely. Bro, I'm, not, like, I'm not. For plowing me, I'm family not a family member. Like... I ain't no fucking sweet home <laughs> Alabama. That even Wait. in a, a fictional sense, it's uh, what, huh? How am I gonna? Uh, <laughs> that, well, that's, that's my. The, that's the fast. It, it's definitely multi. Yeah, it's definitely multi-layered here, right? So incest, not good in real life, right? But this is all about fantasy. All of this is about the fantasy. Um, and so the incest tag in particular, I mainly included it just because I happen to have a lot of incest stuff in my list, and I needed a fifth tag. <laughs> See, even you couldn't fucking. Even you're like, I guess I gotta throw it in there too because it's there's a lot of overlap. It was. I took like 48 hours to figure out like, fuck, what should I put in here? And I just used incest as like a lastest effort. But I am in defense of it because there is that spice element, right? There's 
the uh, this was very much the case as well watching like Ori Emo. It's like where you have two right. people who are perfectly matched to each other, who have grown up together, know everything about each other, have already lived together their entire lives and want to continue that relationship into another level. Um, right? And if it weren't for the genetic complications that are associated with incest, I fully believe that incest would be a viable option of relationship today. The only reason that it's pervade as far as it has is twofold. One, there's like an inherent distrust of incest because of the genetic aspect. And then there's the moral distrust of it, which stems from the inherent one, right? It's like a justifying backwards. This is wrong because I think it's wrong, but let me come up with a reason as to, you know, further justify that. I think that wouldn't exist if the genetic implications or um, such as did not necessarily exist, right? The, the disease part of it. Sweet home Alabama. Dun, 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 dun. That's a very weak counter argument. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're just yelling stuff now. But uh, anyway, so there's, there is the spice aspect to it, right? So understanding right. that there's a societal, a societal distrust to the aspect of your relationship um, creates kind of a stronger bond through trauma, which creates a unique atmosphere for the relationship to take place. It allows you to... Um, unshackle yourself unabashedly and go full primal if you're going to go that far, which I think is incredibly attractive um, for both parties involved, as long as they're both consenting. You know, I don't, I don't like these incest tags where it's like an older brother manipulating a younger sister or, you know, anything like that, where one person has like a clear social advantage over the other person. I like it when it's like a mutual kind of conversation and negotiation and uh, progression of this relationship and when the two parties involved of are, are of similar age because <laughs> you, know, you get those every once in a while it's like oh yeah I have a little sister she's eight I'm going to rape her and like nope. no that, that's why not I'm signing like, up for that most of my <laughs> most of my counters to this so far has just been the more moral and societal things like bro that's that's your family that's listen they say keep them close but not that close right and again like that that argument literally means nothing Right. Cause like, and I'm not saying that for you. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For the tag, uh, I should say. Like, yeah, IRL, for the tag. IRL, that's definitely like, it, it's hard to, obviously, like, this argument is already moot because, you know, we have all this other shit IRL, but then for the tag, it's like, ah, shit. Yeah. I'm going to use that for this. Fuck. Yeah. It's, it's cause it's all fake. Right. It's all, it's all immutable. Or it's all mutable because it's fake. Um, it's all, you know, up for discussion. It's all up for debate because right. it's fake. Like, it doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't encourage or discourage anything. All it does is fulfill a specific carnal desire. It's like, man, I feel like having pizza. And then you eat a pizza. Like, that's what that is. <laughs> it's like, the I feel like reading incest. And then you read incest. And then that's the end of it. Like, nothing happens. You don't start growing tomatoes in your backyard because you want more pizza. Like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um but yeah, so anyway, so the this the spice aspect of it where the people are not, you know, you have like the whole world against you. It's like it feels like a Romeo Juliet situation. Um it very much isn't, but I get the appeal of that. And that's something that I do kind of like subscribe to in the fictional sense. It's like, yes, it is it's you guys against the world and you're going to unleash yourselves after having been pent up for however much long you finally made this decision to cross this uh, uncrossable boundary and chart into new territory and relieve yourselves of these pent-up desires that you kept hidden away for so long, right? Um, in situations like Sword Art Online, that's bad because it was just a 
It's a terrible, terrible story. We're not going to talk about it. In Oriemo, it's treated as bad, but it's a really good plot kind of thing going on there. Like he gets his. I ass thought that was what he so does. His dad out. decks him, bro. But like that's what like the drama makes it that much more engaging. It made me root for them more. Like yes, it is you against the world. I feel I had mixed feelings about it. the childhood friend beating the shit out of Kirino, his dad beating the shit out of him, them having to physically run away from their families and friends in order to have even like a modicum of alone time together. But even then, keeping it a little bit of a secret because if anybody found out that they were related, they'd be shunned from the rest of society. Like that danger aspect is really attractive, and so incest in these Dojin tags as well follows a similar kind of like aesthetic choice. Right. Whereas like the idea of it's there, it's never present in these types of stories, except for, I guess, like I, I did hear Giga talk about an Orihimo Dojin that he read once where it was like a continuation mm -hmm. of that. And then like those feelings and stuff like that come back into the Dojin as like part of the plot. So like you can get that in these types of Dojins. The ones that I read don't typically have that, though. It's just the idea of it is in the background. Like, hey, we can't do this because we're brother and sister, but let's do it anyway because, man, I'm feeling really horny. But also, <laughs> I included uh, the famous Mikanal, or it was just Mikan Anal, uh, for people who don't know, by Ishike. Oh, right, the right, incredible right. Ishike author, best friend to the uh, To Love Ru author. This is a To Love Ru Dojin that he did about Mikan, who is the little sister character in the harem of people available in Rita's harem in To Love Ru, right? And she's even like a tentative like position. Like, is she part of it? Is she not part of it? I think she's just included because she's there and a girl. Right. I think no, no, there's, there's hints because she stops calling um because she stopped calling him Onichan a long time ago because she started seeing him as more of a guy so that's why she says yeah, Rito a man but yeah like I remember that as a plot but then they don't bring that up for like a long time after that right and there's every once in a while she'll get like jealous of like Lala or something like that but right. for the most part she's incredibly uninvolved in the harem aspect I don't know she's, she's excited like teases, but... she's excited that she has a quote unquote daughter with uh, Celine I believe her name was. Really? Yeah, it's been the, a minute since I read it. So I you know, there's, I can't there's like uh, there's a plant. Uh, so there's a plant that Lala gives Rito, and that plant ends up quote unquote dying, but it doesn't die. It actually you know uh, changes into this you know cute little plant girl. Like the only real difference is like her feet are kind of like vinish, and she has like a flower on top of her head. So mm. I believe they named her Celine. I can't recall for sure, but I only it remember the Celine, plant. Yes. So the uh, Nikon's the one that ends up taking care of her as a kid now, like as in like a humanoid form more instead of the plant. Because Rito used to take care of the plant, and it was like a giant like man eating plant like thing. It was as big as the fucking house, and he's the one that took care of it. And because he took care of it, the plant got super attached to him. And now with this humanoid body, that's basically like their daughter, because Mikan's the one taking care of her most of the time, and she's always walking around. And she's just adorable, too. I'm not going to lie. I have a weakness to kids like that because it's super wholesome. It's it, is. it gives them like this kind of like weird family aspect. Like, what if they did have a kid together? What would that look like? I think in the what uh, Tool of Rue Darkness uh, art book or uh, I can't remember what they were. The titles were, but there is supposed futures for Rito and all the different characters. And I thought that Mika. Oh, wait, no. 
uh, I have to look through again, but I'm pretty sure it was just them cooking in the fucking in their house or something. It was different girls that were pregnant with his kids, but that would be something to think about. Yeah. So the plot of this Mekon all thing is that there's a bunch of cloned Ritos or whatever, and they get really horny and start touching on Mekon, and she's like, fine, let's go at this. And then they have like a giant gangbang, and it introduces one of two, no, three of my favorite spreads ever done by Ichike, which are all Mekon related. There's the first one where she's taken the Bukake, which is really incredible. It's just like from an amazing angle with some realistic lighting. Ishiki is a really good cool. artist, you know. You could, it's yeah. very hard to, you know, not appreciate his work, especially because um, uh, he has his book available in English too. So you guys got to pick it up. It's definitely uh, the sister mm. character in that is nice and plump, and the yeah, storyline aren't necessarily the strongest all the time. Like sometimes yeah. I read some of his stuff, I'm like, why is it posed like that? It's weird. Um, but his coloring is like next level. And uh, yeah, he's just got a pretty good sense of turning anime into realism. It's just a really in- interesting fetishization of that aspect. Um, then he's got like this spread where she's taken one um, missionary style and then has a bunch of dicks around her. That one's really good. And then the last one is like the cleanup part, the giant cleanup spread, seeing like all the aftermath of the Ritos. I'm trying to remember that comic, but I'll have to. Uh... I can link it. Yeah, give me a quick sec because I remember uh because I remember there's one shot that I actually really liked. I'm trying to remember if it was in this or if it was in a comp like cuz he does like fan art stuff too. I'm trying to remember if it was in this book or if it was in another. Yeah, no, it was in another one. Where Was that the she, one where she's spread an eagle? No, 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 it was a different one. I'm trying to remember um just what uh where it was cuz I remember oh, god damn it's going <laughs> stop saying that. There was a, I think he did like a collection of fan arts or something. And yeah. it was her sitting down. It might have been actually a different character than I think. But yeah, it was a different character. Never mind. <laughs> it, oh, was yeah. a Re- it was a Rem and Ram comic. Never mind. Oh, yeah. The one where they're sitting on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. that one. I'm thinking like, oh, okay, that wasn't her. But then. Hold that's on, a good, that's a good one, too. Yeah. A good uh, image, yeah. I yeah, also yeah, really no. like how he does with um, uh, Nana. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And of course, uh the almighty um what's her name? Fucking from Lucky Star, the purple haired one with the long hair. The top oh, uh her uh Hiragi. Yes. I forgot her real first name, it starts with a K. But uh her uh, comic is really, really good. Uh, that is something I could have recommended Kamagi. for the masturbation comic. Kagami? Or Kag Yeah, Kagami? Yeah, Kagami Hiragi, I think it was. Yeah, Kagami. I love Kagami, bro. But I could have recommended that one as well for the masturbation comic because the whole premise of that is she gets really horny, goes to the bathroom, thinks about getting fucked silly, and uh, masturbates the whole time. And so you get like cut-ins and cutaways of her both masturbating and what her um, what she's thinking about while she's masturbating. All fun stuff. All fun stuff. I can't really... Ugh. I mean, we got off topic from the original tag, but... Uh... <laughs> Uh, fuck. I feel like Digibro when he was arguing fucking Destiny. It's hard for me to, like, come up with a decent, uh, argument against the fucking tag without going, oh, but it's morally wrong, instead of, uh, I, I can't... My thing with those arguments about morally wrong is that it's not universally morally wrong, I right? can't be using <laughs> axioms to describe it. I can't be, you know, heavily relying on axioms 
because I need to actually explain what the hell is going on. I need to actually, you know, prove my point. I can't rely on Axiom. And if uh, people know what I'm talking about, there was a, like a debate between uh, one individual and another. And the entire time, Destiny is trying to like argue. And the other person is argue, like just throwing out like such odd analogies and shit and just refusing to accept it. And that's what I'm feeling with right now. It's like, uh, damn it. The week... The it's like, wait, your argument isn't strong enough. I'm sure if we took like another week or something, you'd probably come back and figure some stuff I'm out. Gonna, but this is the... Yeah, it's like, those are the weakest arguments ever is when you just say like, it's wrong just because. <laughs> you know, like, okay. I mean, okay, so yeah, incest tech, societal norms and everything else and it's pushed to, you know, like we're taught that that's, you know, that's not a thing to do. And even in, you know, uh, even in some of the fiction that you've recommended, uh, even in those series, they're all like, dude, this is wrong. That's not good. Why are you plowing your sister? Or any, like, usually it's the brother-sister thing. It's, uh, there are some. Sometimes there's, like, son, mother, and mother, or, and father, yeah, daughter. Yeah, yeah, Father, over. daughter one is usually darker um, and more abusive kind of oriented. The mother, son one is more of like, a, you know, I love you. I've always loved you. Dad's dead, and he could never satisfy me the way you wanted to, or whatever, you know, whatever. And I got the one I associate most with the is the the brother sister one because I like the similar ages. When fucking do you love your mom and her uh, multi hit uh aoe attack came out so many fucking people kept yes. pairing up the song with mamako and all i could think is but she's so great though she doesn't want to be with him she wants to make sure that he's happy and you know it's this nice bit where she's you know feeling that she's losing out on part of his life because now he's being rebellious and all this other shit and i'm also super biased because pochi's the one that drew her and she's yeah. Pochi still to this day draws more Mamako, and I'm super happy. Obviously, the series is still ongoing, but to see Mamako with uh, Chio and some of the other characters that she draws, it's oh, it's so great. Yes, absolutely. And then I have some honorable mention tags here as well. Um, exhibitionism, mm -hmm. I really like. Uh, it's just, it's just fun. Exhibitionism is fun. I like the idea of exposure and like going against societal norms and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, just like your own uh, tech, huh? Yeah, it's the, <laughs> it's the it's the risk, right? right? The danger, the spice that really kind of introduces and heightens the experience a little bit. And exhibition, I feel like, is like a kind of a low effort way to do that. Um, that's still like morally justified, right? Because all you're doing is being a nudist, essentially. You're going out and just you know being naked. A lot of these are in the middle the, of the night. The too. idea, uh, this one that I have is in the middle of the day. Wow. So this is by Murata, fantastic artist. Um, has a really good sense of like detail and realism as well. Uh, but this one is called um, Exhibitionist on Campus, mm -hmm. I think. It's about this college girl um, who gets a series of lovers like this was weird to me it, i this apparently isn't a plot related thing but it feels like it should be so this girl discovers that she's in exhibition and gets discovered by i think a teacher or a janitor or something like that um ends up forming a relationship with him he encourages her behavior to become more and more kind of like dynamic mm -hmm. um and then eventually he just disappears she's like uh, and then i never saw him again after that and it's like she goes to the same school and then like she does it some more. She's doing more risky things or whatever. And then she finds another guy who's like in a different position at the school. And then they get form a relationship and then it progresses and she gets more and more, you know, dangerous and 
uh, mischievous or whatever. And then eventually, that's the last day she ever saw him. And then it moves on to the next one. I'm like, why do these guys just randomly disappear? What the fuck is going on? And this is like a full Tonka bond, right? Mm -hmm. So there is a plot. There is a through line, but it's never related to the guys. The guys just up and get removed, and that is never answered. And I always wondered, like, what the fuck? Oh, man. But it's a really good series. Very, very sexy. Very, very hot. It has an adult woman in it, which is pretty rare for Dojin these days. Yeah, it's usually, uh, like, most Jojinshi just default to JK. Yeah, teenagers. And that's usually because that's who's, like, buying in. Right. Like that. So, like, the the appeal. Um, Also, like, your lost years in, like, high school and when you were in prime and stuff like that. So... Uh, but yeah, this one's really, really cool. I like the exhibitionism one for similar reasons why I like the incest one. One artist um, that I can recommend for exhibitionism is uh, Puyocha. He's done a lot of... He's done, I, uh, I actually discovered him through a mutual friend of mine, and I chatted with him a couple times. And a lot of uh, his own original works and some of his parodies do revolve around that. Uh, there's a, I don't remember which sister it is, but one of the uh, sisters from well, Idol Master, I think it was Mika, but it might have been Rika, I can't remember. But um, the older sister of the of the two ended up, uh, he did a parody of, and that's when I first discovered him. And it's like, you know what? I can kind of see what you're going for. Mostly I'm digging, you know, Puyocha's artwork and the character itself, but the context, and eh, I'm still indifferent too. Can't really... Uh, I guess the, oh, you know, I'm doing something wrong. Isn't this wrong? I can't wait to, or I hope I don't get caught. It's like, eh, I don't really, uh, don't really see the appeal. I guess, yeah. And it, it's really all about the idea, right? The right. imagery, like, what if? Right. Kind of thing. It, it, for me, it falls in the same line as, like, your attraction to spats. Right. Right? Like, you know what could happen what is the appeal what would happen if they got caught would the person join in would they get in trouble if they got in trouble how would that look like right. you know, that kind of thing so the danger aspect the the idea of it um is really really fun to me and then i have something a tag that's called gokun um which loosely translated means the consumption of semen i had a conversation and with this in dms a little bit ago <laughs> In some there's a venti artwork where he's at a bar and he has to consume an entire fucking beer glass full because he's drunk and it's venti from genshin impact and a lot of people you know yeah uh, he's a trap so obviously he's yeah so it's uh (laughs) that was fucking i can't believe we had this fucking conversation like two minutes after i have that one oh my goodness yeah but uh yeah so i this one is a little bit harder to kind of defend or anything like that. I like the idea. I think what's most attractive to me isn't necessarily the idea that they're consuming semen, but how they react to it, right? Similar to the way that, like, the Victorians felt about ankles and how you feel about spats and mm-hmm. how I feel about exhibitionism, right? It's the idea of it that's a lot more attractive than the actual act of it. And so the way that the girls typically react to this idea is, is like it treats it like kind of like a drug or an aphrodisiac or something like that. And it's not like they're unwilling or being hypnotized or something like that. This is something that they're into and willingly participating in and then getting off on because of the way it smells, the way it tastes, the way it feels, that kind of thing. And it's just like a natural kind of like part of the body that comes from 
maybe also as well as like maybe in a little bit of an emotional aspect that I'm tied to it because I like the idea that the girl one is very forward thinking right she's very aggressive in the way that she's like trying to acquire the thing that she's into but also the idea that this girl is like so obsessed with a particular part of your body is incredibly attractive to me um yeah I don't know it's just uh that's the it's all about the idea in these ones mm-hmm. um and uh yeah the way that they react to it is very very nice the way that they deal with it the way that it's drawn is pretty interesting um and the dojin that i have recommended here um is pretty interesting because they don't have sex until like the last page (laughs) during the whole thing but it's called um kantai shuho matsuri Mm -hmm. um which is a kantai collection uh manga and it's about one of the Kantai girls, and she is Wait, which one? the Admiral. Which one? Matsuri? Matsuri? Oh, okay, never mind. Because uh, you, you said Kantai, and I'm like, oh, oh, which girl? Hold up. There's a lot. Uh, there's some favorites that I got. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, there's a whole lot. Yeah, this one I've never actually heard of until this comic. Yeah, so. uh, to, uh, to, try to bring it back to my tags real quick, uh, Musashi. Yes. Mm. Just uh, Musashi. Musashi. She's the uh, JP class. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just uh, as soon as, you, as soon as you know who Musashi is, goddamn, there's a reason why I definitely enjoy the dark skin tag even more after her. Oh, yeah. No, I see you. Yeah, right? Oh, man. You want to see even better? Her Azure Lane counterpart is a fox girl. So both versions, I get, you know, the best. Oh, my God. No matter which, no matter which game yeah. I go to, I get my stuff. I get, you know, the nice. She's also really like strong too in uh for, in Kantai. She's actually pretty tall compared to the other girls too. So, uh, she also got the glasses. So, there's that for there Kantai. And then in Azure Lane, you got this super fucking comfy, like, uh, I'm trying to get her character. She's super comforting and super motherly and tender. In Azure Lane, so I was like, that's, "That's that's literally the freaking that's the fox wife right there." Musashi is just that, yes, fucking fox fox girl in one series, freaking dark skinned, nice, tall, strong lady in another. Boom, ah, love it, love Musashi. Oh yeah. But uh, okay, so and then moving yeah. on to the last yeah. thing that I have here is an artist recommendation. Now this one. Obviously, is not for everybody. It's a very sensitive guy here. Uh, but his name is Jiken Shiro. Mm-hmm. And I really like his work. I'll, I'll send you a link here. I really like his work, not for the sexual aspect of it, but the psychological aspect of it. Now, there there is what his kind of like motivation is in drawing Dojin is that um, he is primarily a lolly artist, but he, he's drawing girls about the time that they discover fetishes um, before it turns sexual. So it's like pure, unadulterated exploration of the particular fetish, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really interesting to me that he's able to kind of like accomplish that and explore all the parts that make a fetish or a kink attractive without making it like extremely sexual or like uh, without without introducing sex into the equation i should say Mm -hmm. like it is sexual for these girls they do get off on it um but this is like a it's more of a discovery thing like there's even a combination where he takes two of his girls 
um, from different series and then puts them together in a room and they like become friends and introduce each other and then start doing the, the fetishes to each other because they're like, Hey, this is something that I like. Hey, this is something that I like. And they like help each other out, you know, which I thought was really, really interesting. So there's like, um, and he's not, he's not into these particular fetishes that he's exploring, which is also really interesting mm-hmm. to me. It's just a thing that he, uh, he like finds out about a fetish. He's like, I wonder what about that is really, you know, like attractive to these types of people. So do a ton of research, understand like these people at their core, and then he'll write a book about it, designing like a lolly girl, mm-hmm. right? Like a, a junior high kid or something um, who is into that and discovering this thing. And that's like the, the appeal of the books. So he's got like some where a certain girl gets off on like showing her nipples and they're like really sensitive. There's a one about a certain girl who, uh, has like a Gokun fetish and like uh, jizz in her hair. There's like one about a girl who um, gets really into puking um, for whatever reason, like so far as to even get teeth removed. So it makes her easier to like gag on things. Jeez. Yeah. It's like taking these things to the extreme. And then um, the one that's like really hard for me to read is like the, there's a girl one about this girl who is like a, Pretty rich girl who's um, been abused by her father, and then eventually her father, I think, gets arrested or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like missing that aspect of her life. So she hires a sadist to just like really fucking lay into her and like Jeez. beat the shit out of her and do all kinds. Of, that one's like it's really hard for me to leave uh, to read, but it has like an interesting payoff because like there's this image of her. She's like as they escalate with the sadist or whatever. Mm-hmm things get more and more violent um, so far as that she imagines him like cutting off her limbs and wearing her like some sort of accessory and stuff like that. And she essentially pays him to do that and he gets real close to it. But eventually he's like, I can't, I can't go through this. It's like too much. Um, And he vows to become her father and take good care of her. And then like, it's like a nice heartfelt ending kind of situation between the sadist and this, this masochist girl. Um, so it's like, but it's like getting to that point at the ending is like, it's really difficult. I'm like, fuck, bro, this was way too much. Uh, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, there's like all kinds of different stuff that he explores. And his his art style for me is really cool. Um, it's kind of like experimental, kind of rough, edgy. Um, he uses thick lines. I think he works in Clip Studio. Right. Um, his scans are always like really high quality and stuff like that. And like I said, I like it not for the sexual aspects because I'm not into any of these things that these fucking stories are about. And it's very difficult for me to read half the time, um, depending on which one you go into, because they're like all taken to their logical extreme. Right. But, um, it's just it's really, really interesting as like an exploration of these particular topics. And I guess maybe it's just me being like a an information nerd or an experience nerd to be like, you know what? I, I appreciate and appeal to this type of thing because he's in it for the same reason I'm in it. And it's all about discovery, mm-hmm. right? To learn something, to, to explore something and see how other people like it. Okay. Uh, even after all that, all I can say is, like, uh, not for me, but Oh yeah, no. Like I said, that that's a, it's a hard one to recommend because I don't think it's for most people. Now, seeing as how the seeing as how we've basically well, not we. I've made a complete goddamn fool of my damn self today. 
But uh, any closing words for the uh, lovely people that had to listen to us freaking ramble on for however many uh, episodes? Blah. Any closing words, Hero, for the people that had to hear us listen to all this crap? <laughs> yeah, uh, when you're getting recommendations from people, try to consider that maybe they're into it for more than just the sexual aspect, right? Maybe they're trying to share an experience with you, and maybe that experience doesn't have to be like a relationship. So take that in consideration when you accept people's offerings and uh, try and experience as much as you can before you die. Try to learn as much as you can about other people before you die. I'm going to be, I'm going to, you know, speaking from experience and this entire episode right now, you should probably do, uh, <laughs> do some soul searching and understand why you try and not have your stuff be surface level like mine. Like, fuck, I, now that I think about it, I, you know, we were talking about it in the episode, I was like, oh, well, maybe if you gave it, like, two more, like, uh, next week, you, or another week or so, you'd be able to really come back swinging. I should have just picked Monster Girls, so that way I could just say, alright, fuck it, no, boom, it's the exact, I have more of an argument for Monster Girls, while as my personal favorite is Fox Girls in that fucking tag. Damn it! Ugh. What is it? Okay, just give us, real quick, what is no, your... No, I, I did, uh... I did give it, where it's like, oh, uh, during the beginning, it's like, oh, you know, well, Monster Girls oh, yeah. are the, ex- it's, uh, it's the exotic nature of the characters. Not only do you, mm. is it human enough for you to be familiar, but it's different enough to still get this feeling that, okay, so this is exotic. This is very different. This is something that's unordinary. This is something mm. that I'm not going to get in real life. This is a purely fictional thing. And the fantasy of interacting with this individual, this creature is what's appealing to people. You're like an Oni, boom, nice buff, tough, freaking a woman that can destroy you in two hits. Yeah, no, there's your femdom right there. You're like your ghost. Boom, there you go. She's a translucent. She can do whatever. You're like, uh, I saw, uh, you like your mecha girl where it's all robotic and stuff. Boom, there you go. Like, it's very versatile in the tag because so long, freaking just earlier, Succubus stayed life. She, she can, you can, I've seen sometimes that the one girl that isn't a Succubus is still tagged in that series as succubus even though it's only the one girl and the main guy and it's clearly not the succubus of the series but she's still tagged that because you don't know obviously you do because you know you kind of told us how you know but you know it could be as versatile as you need it to be very nice Uh, very very nice very nice oh my god (laughs) oh my god i'll come back swinging next time we do like a uh, a revamp of, of this episode but uh Y'all have a good rest of your day.